welcome to the Glint Standard, the only podcast with millennial and old school thoughts on branding, advertising, and business development. Welcome back to the Glint Standard. Today, we're talking about remarketing, retargeting, um, and having multiple touch points to get people down further into the funnel. Remarketing, retargeting, those are really great things if you're doing marketing. Right. If you're not, there's nothing to remarket, there's nothing to retarget. <laughs> well, yes, but uh, I think what's what's always pivotal, even even if you're not planning on it, right? Even if you're not planning on, okay, like, I, I want, that's super advanced. I can't touch that, right? Uh, you guess the impression people have? I think... I, I think it still confuses some people, okay. right? And to what extent you can remarket and retarget to. Okay. Uh, obviously, it's dependent on the platform, but in general, what you can do is you can set up all your lists to actually start collecting that information, right? So a lot of people mm-hmm. will start running a marketing campaign um, or an ad campaign across Facebook or Google or anywhere, right? Um, and they don't set up remarketing lists. Um, so they don't know, okay, you know, when they when they get to that point, they don't have a list to start with, right? They're just shooting blind again, and they're yeah. And that that list, though, I mean, it's it's not just uh, critical for on the digital side of it. That's where most of that starts to fall and come into play, if you right. will. Um, but it's also can be a huge cost savings because you're really starting to touch people that already you know already have an interest. If yeah, you will. they they know the brand, they know your product offering, they've they've bought in in some way. Right, um, and that's good because even if it's just brand awareness campaigns, brand awareness campaigns should have an element of remarketing. Uh, a, it saves you a ton of money, right? Um, because everybody likes that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, when you're talking on YouTube, uh, you go from a cost per view, let's say five cents per view, which isn't a lot to right. start with, anyways. You can start getting remarketing ads at like a penny. If you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the list has to be set up correctly. Right. It has to be targeted correctly. But all that is things. a huge advantage, I mean, yeah. percentage-wise. If you want to look, take the dollars and cents away and right. look at a, a change in percentage, mm-hmm. depending on how much you're doing, national, international, local, it's huge. Yeah, it's really big. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and that's kind of the thing, right? So as you start to plan out your marketing campaigns, even if you're not planning on using them, our advisement is always to go ahead and start setting up the list. Absolutely. It's already there. You might as well capture it. Right. Um, so you have the data, information, all of that's great. If right. you don't do anything with it, you don't need to spend a time with it, spend a lot of time with it, but making this list is pretty much automated, right? Yeah. It, it's automated and it, as far as like actually coding, which a lot of people get scared, well, don't I have to have code on my website? Right. The code that's tracking conversions on your website um, and the thank you pages and form fill-outs and all that is typically, in most cases, the exact same code that remarketing lists come from. So you don't need to do additional coding to your website to make it happen, right? It's just the coding that you should already be adding, right? It's right. the Facebook pixel. It's the Google tag. It's all those things that should already be on your website um, for a standard marketing campaign so you're tracking conversions and knowing where your money's yeah, going. Yeah, so taking this next step is really not a huge Really, ordeal, really easy. Right? Yeah. So tell me this. What is the difference between remarketing and retargeting? So, uh, 
in general, yeah. not a difference. Not a big difference. No, right? it's terminology. Yeah. Um, remarketing was truly, to give you some history. Um, <laughs> you give me history. Yeah. <laughs> you better go way back. Right, yeah. So remarketing <laughs> was the original term. Um, right. And that's what it, it was. Uh, it originally came out of the uh, AdWords platform, right? So before Facebook was doing it, before Facebook was really doing any targeting. You know, remarketing happened before uh, this whole big digital world. What? Too. You know that, right? What? Yeah. But, well... For today's conversation, we won't go too far back. Well, but there was drip campaigns, um, which were, that's a different thing, right? To me, that's a different thing. Um, So remarketing, let's let's, let's talk about what that is. Yeah, so remarketing is really just taking the people that have already been touched, right? Mm -hmm. And targeting them again to show them a different ad creative, show them something else that pushes them a little bit further. Um, Remarketing also can consist of, though, uh, going to get more information from them. And that's really the difference. Retargeting is solely based on targeting them again with new creative, whereas right. remarketing is another marketing purpose on top of that. So it can be used either way. So a good example of remarketing would be if you're, you've got a series of, uh, let's just say, eight videos, if you will. Mm-hmm. And we'll use YouTube as an example. It's a great place for that where here's a video mm-hmm. and you've shown interest. Great, we're going to show you another video. Right. And guess what? Now we're going to show you another video. So the content's already there. We're remarketing because we know there's interest. Yeah. Now we find out the interest out of those eight videos they watched more of or they did an action mm-hmm. with these two. Yeah. Now we start to retarget knowing what their interests are. Right. Right? Right. Okay. Um, and retarget really goes back to the actual target audience. You're selecting an audience that you want to retarget. Right. Uh, so that goes into how are we actually targeting people, whereas remarketing is the idea and theology of how right. we're actually accomplishing that. It's the sequencing that's happening. Yeah, and that gets uh, gets into a lot about what we do and what we advise all of our clients to do at least, or if you want to go beyond the basics as part of that is, you know, touch points, right? How many mm-hmm. do you need? What makes you effective? A, a one and done. Um, ad doesn't do you a lot of good typically you know if you're doing you know even a straightforward campaign it need to have you need to have at least three touch points we believe that integrate together so actually there's a more recent stat uh, that it's taking five to eight touch points to be touch points for sure absolutely to, to take an action right Right, and I think the difference there is when you talk about touch points, right? Mm-hmm. You want somebody to react and do something. Mm-hmm. Typically, um, from what we've seen, it's six to ten minimum. Yeah. For them to start engaging somehow, mm-hmm. right, and going a little bit deeper to actually maybe sell a product right. or, or or service, if you will. Now, the touch, but the reason we want three points of integration type of thing is so when we're going out and doing that initial marketing, we're doing it in three different channels. Right. And those channels we want to be successful on their own, but we also want them to drive back to the others. That makes all of them right. a whole lot better. Right. And as a standard um, foundational approach, if you will, mm-hmm. if you can't do that, um, maybe adjust the expectations to make sure you're not disappointed when, yes. when, when the results come out. Yeah. And, and you mentioned three, um, but I'm going to push and say mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of the minimum, right? Oh, it's absolutely the minimum, yeah. <laughs> and and what we've even found is, um, so we do a, a process called a Brandscape in-house, right? Um, whenever we're surveying um, new brands that are coming in, they're really evaluating their brand and where they stand today. And as we're doing that, there's a question in there that actually asks external sources, um, mm. 
what what platforms do you think and what marketing tools do you think they're using? It always comes back, which is hilarious to us, that um, that there's a lot more that people feel like they're being touched on, even though um, mo- most recently we had a client who was in and uh, <laughs> we said, we want to see your email campaigns because everybody says you're doing email campaigns. And they were like, we're not doing email campaigns. We've never done so, an email campaign. <laughs> yeah. And so it's when you do those three, you can realistically expect expectation that goes out to be a lot more than that, especially when you're doing at least three. It's going to feel like you're hitting them on six different channels rather than just, you know, the three that you're doing. Yeah, and that touches on human behavior uh, a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. and that's a big part of marketing where if you ask somebody an opinion, they want to give it to you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, what do you think should be adjusted or fixed here? Or do you think it's good? Everybody wants to voice something. So they feel like they've had their input. Now, when we do these brandscapes and we ask these questions, every single time there's there's marketing campaigns, there's guerrilla marketing, there's drip campaigns, there's all these things that they've been touched by with these clients of ours. Mm-hmm. Those clients have never done it. Yeah. It's because people want to feel like they have been touched. Right. And they want to feel, for the most part, they want to feel smart like they're engaged. Right. So if you think about that, when you're doing marketing, you already have that play there. Mm-hmm. So when you touch somebody the first time, they're going to feel like they've been touched more than once. And that's why that consistency matters oh, so absolutely. much. So when it, whenever we're uh, to that point, right, I always talk about top of mind awareness, mm-hmm. right? Um, especially when we start talking about remarketing and how it can play a huge role in brand awareness campaigns, right? So as you're starting to do these marketing campaigns, even if it is, let's say, a print piece, right? And we're Mm -hmm. driving them to a website that's specific to that vanity URL. Now we're remarketing to people that went to that vanity URL with a YouTube video or a Facebook ad. um, And we're showing them again, like, oh, hey, thanks so much for checking out our special offer. Getting that personalized as well. Which is nice, and we'll, we'll touch on that yeah, in that's another a whole different video. Once you start personalizing it, it feels pretty good. It also feels a little Big Brother at times. It, it can, it can. I think people have accepted that's where things are going, and it does feel good, you know. And, and we'll we'll touch again on capacity, and that's that's how right. that really becomes important with the brand too. But building out that type of campaign and thinking about it in a holistic approach in that way, right, is going to add a lot of value without adding a lot of costs because your remarketing will only cost you a few cents. Right. I mean, it, it's less than 25 cents across the board on every single platform, right? To actually get a view or a a click, if you will, um, right. depending on what you're going after. So let's break this down to very basic basics, right? Okay. So you got to run a campaign first mm-hmm. in order to get the list. You do. Right? How long does that need to run? Put some parameters around something. Yeah. Like uh, how, how do we start doing that? If you're already running campaigns, great. You have the ability to start doing it right now today, right? Right. And then you're pulling in the information and how long do you want to pull in for and then you start remarketing from there, right? Yeah. Uh, Realistically, it's depending on list size. Um, What you don't want to have happen, right, is that you've built a remarketing list, the list size is too small, and you start running a very powerful remarketing campaign um, because you're going to hit your frequency cap, right? So people are starting to see this thing 60 times in a week. That's not good. It's more annoyance than anything else yeah. at that point, and that's negative impact on your brand at that point. So um, what I would say is, is pay attention to your list size. Uh, Facebook actually says if it's under 1,000, um, they'll let you run campaigns, but they highly advise against it, um, and they'll actually won't tell you a number of how many people are within that list because they're like, it's under 1,000. Don't, don't do it yet. Right. right? Um, 
and and I would I would be in agreement with that, right? If your um, if your list is under a thousand now, what you have to take into a consideration is if you're upping your budget of your regular marketing campaign, you can get to that thousand faster, right? Um, if you're trying to keep your budget, you know, low budget every single month, uh, lawn mom, pa shops, and small businesses have to do that. Um, they don't have the budget to be able to spend massively on on social media right. ads, and so. Um, they're keeping their budget small. Know that you can still get there. It's just going to take you a little bit longer. Yeah, I think the other side of that too is, uh, you know, this happens a lot to you where we can't spend the budget mm. um, because you're so targeted mm-hmm. um, that that you cap out early and you're like, well, I want to spend you know two grand, ten grand, whatever it is yeah. to reach this audience. Well, the audience isn't there, right? And that's why you can't spend it and. Clients get as upset about that as they do about overspending, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So it's, it, it works on both sides, so it can be a little bit difficult. But going yeah. to the next step, remarketing, retargeting, multiple touch points, um, yeah. that's, uh, that's a good place to start, if you will. It is. It is one of the best places and most cost-effective places to start. Awesome. All right. Well, if you have any additional questions on this, please uh, drop us a note. Uh, we'd love to uh, give you some answers or any topics you want to uh hear that uh, we haven't spoke on so far. Drop us a line on that as well. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Glint Standard featuring Glint Advertising in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Don't forget to submit your questions on our social media pages or email us at agency at theglintstandard.com.